Are you ready for a round of random topics and random questions? Yes. 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 All right. Let's start with a, a touchy-feely one. Mm. Oh, okay. What is the kindest thing anyone has ever done for you? Ooh. Hmm. I will go first because I knew this was coming. Uh, when Hot Wings and I moved, this might be Hot Wings' answer too, but you might have something different. When Hot Wings and I moved from Omaha to Knoxville, we rented a truck, and neither of us really wanted to drive the truck, especially since we would have had to um, haul our vehicle behind it, and that wasn't something either of us had any experience doing, and it was a little intimidating. We were like 26, 27, whatever we were. Yeah. And a coworker who was just the sweetest lady ever, and her husband, whom we had played golf with a few times, but we it's not like we knew him great. She said, oh, maybe my husband will drive you. And then he did. And he took a day off work, drove our truck from Omaha to Knoxville. How long of a drive is that? 13 hours, I believe it sure. was. Long that time with okay. that, tr- that big old rider truck, yeah. Then he slept on the floor of, of Hot Wings Townhouse, right? He didn't have any stuff in there. I, yeah, or or I, we got him a hotel room. I think we got I him a hotel was, room. I slept on the floor of that. Um, it was damp, I remember. Then he helped us unload it on a Knoxville August day. It was the hot, it was it was like no no joke. It was 96 degrees yeah. and like 98% humidity. Mm-hmm. It and was then so brutal that He got day. an airplane and flew home and wouldn't accept a dime from us, which we didn't have anyway. Yeah. I didn't have two nickels to rub together. Um and then uh, we sent him. It just he just did it because he was a nice person, and hopefully mm-hmm. still is a nice person. Yeah, um, but yeah, that was you're right. That's pretty that was high pretty on the list. I that had actually kind of forgotten. That about was it, a so. lot of giving of time and effort for for people he only knew a little. Mm-hmm. You know, that was pretty good. That's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, that was a big thing. After my last relationship ended, um, the end of it, it just got. So mean, I told y'all I was left by myself at a concert Yeah, because he was jealous and he'd been caught in lies and he just treated me really poorly because that's what people do, right? They right. they react and when they're caught in a lie, whatever. Yeah. And she, without having a job, she just left her job. Her mom had just been diagnosed with cancer. She had so many reasons to stay home, but her mom was feeling fine. She had the money to be able to make it and she flew up here and spent like four or five days with me, so I wouldn't be alone. Your friend did? Mm-hmm. My friend Leslie. That's pretty well, awesome. She's my, Y'all have met Leslie. She is an angel mm-hmm. on earth. And she's a good one. She There wasn't even a question of, do you need me? It was, I want to be there for you. I want to be able to give you a hug so you're not at home by yourself. And this was, you know, around the holidays, too, that all this has happened. So it's a little colder here, a little harder to be outside. Not exactly and, something someone who lived in South Carolina and Atlanta yeah. wants to deal with. And a friend of ours said, you can go and stay at our cottage, which was super cool. So we got to get outside. We went up north. And it was just one of those things that so many people came together and they said, this is a really crappy situation that you were put in and we're going to help you get out of it. And that was, I didn't know I needed that. I thought, I'll be fine. I want to be out of this anyway. I'll be fine. And that was just so incredibly helpful in that moment. That is when you realize you have a community. Yeah. That you was pretty you good. talked about that and going through divorce and yeah. realizing how many people want to be there for you. Yeah. It's not yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, like I remember, uh, I think it was when, the twins were about to be bored, born. Uh, they've never been bored, as far as I know. Um, the doctor that was going to deliver them, he said, hey, look, people want to help. He said, how often do you tell someone, I want to help, mm-hmm. but then you can't figure out how to do it. So you just kind of sit there waiting for them to tell you. 
He said, you're the person who needs help. My advice to you is tell people how to help you. And that mm-hmm. was actually, uh, that's, I've said that to other people. Like, I want to help. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So you tell me and I will enthusiastically do it. Um, and I think that a lot of people need to need that moment. But yeah. your friend, um, when she flew up here, I bet she didn't say, do you want me to fly up there? Because you just said no. Absolutely. And she was like, it's not whether I, I want mm-hmm. to. I just, I need to be there for you or whether you want me to. I, I need that for you. And it was so helpful. Steve or Maitland, you got one? Yeah. My, um. It doesn't have to be something I did. <laughs> That's up there. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, but my aunt, my dad's youngest sister and I, we've always been really close. Like she's kind of been like a big sister to me. And, um. So I've always been close with her and her husband, my uncle Brian, and um, my end of my senior year of college, like I just graduated. I was still working here. I was about to pick up a second job and my family was going through something pretty crazy and awful and it involved me and it was very traumatic. It was bad and I didn't really know how to deal with it. And so I was filling my uncle in on what had happened because he had heard nothing about it. Right. And he was just like, oh, my, are you okay?" And I was like, I don't think so. Uh And so he said, "Um, well, I think therapy would be really good for you. So our graduation gift to you will be $500 for you to start going to therapy. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And that that was when you started. Yep. Wow. That's a smart gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was really nice. Mm -hmm. And that's look, that might be the epitome of buying you something you would never buy yourself. Oh, yeah. Right. Steve, you got one? Yeah, when I moved here uh, 14 years ago, my friend Doug took time off from work, mm-hmm. made the trip out here with me, uh, slept at your house free beer mm-hmm. um, that, that night that we drove out. But that was such a miserable drive out here. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it raining the whole it way? It was the two of us in my truck. It was like a single cab truck, so there's no room to... Mm-hmm. recline a seat or stretch out or anything yeah uh it rained the entire way out and it was hot and the ac in that truck did not work so we had to keep the windows up the entire time oh. because it was oh, pouring yeah. so we're just sitting Rough. there sweating through our clothes for a i think it took us mm-hmm. with the trailer i was pulling it took about 16 hours to drive out which is normally an 11 or 12 hour drive and then we were about three hours away, and we were both starving, so we stopped at a fast food place, got food. We ate in the car. Ten minutes later, he's like, dude, pull over. I pull over, and it's pouring rain out. He just opens the door, barfs out on the oh, side no. of the road. Oh, it man. Was such, it was so miserable. <clears throat> and that's, that's crazy. the nicest thing anyone's ever done. Because yeah. <laughs> when you got to our house that night, you, you came in, you chatted with us for a while. Yeah. And then I remember you saying, all right, we're going to unhook the trailer. I have to go to Big Lots to get some stuff. <laughs> yes. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I, I can't go, believe you're going out. Yeah, to yeah. go pick up furniture. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh I think for me the I mean the, the the moving thing was huge. But I think the nicest thing, it was a collection of people. It was like the pin the the point person was my girlfriend at the time, years ago, Susie. And but it was my thirtieth birthday. And so she had back, I had, a, I still had a Franklin planner that I had had from college and everything. So I'd had a bunch of names and she didn't yeah, know, bragging. she didn't know <laughs> any of the people, but started to go through and like, it was like, you know, people that looked like they, it was like prominent or whatever. And so she started calling random people that she didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then, and we were living in Philadelphia at the time and I, and I, we flew home and I thought I was just going to get together with like my friend Bill and Brian, you know, for my birthday. And then they had rented a place and there were people I hadn't seen from college. 
my buddy Troy flew in from Omaha, Nebraska. And like, so it was like 30 people that I didn't know I was going to see. And so it was the commitment from all of them. I mean, Mm. she started it, but all of them kind of committed to that. And it was awesome. Yeah. It was like the, like I was legitimately surprised. Usually I can sniff that stuff out and I didn't, I didn't see it coming. So that was really cool. That was really nice. I felt really good. <laughs> uh, this text is really cool. Uh, my dad, pa- not the, okay. This is going to sound terrible because the first line of the text involves his dad dying, but mm. that's not the nicest thing someone did for him when his dad died. My dad passed away in May of 2006. I grew up in the bar restaurant business. And when I was working at our family bar at the time, a friend of my father's stood in line at the bar for about 20 minutes And when I finally got to talk to him, when I had a minute, he said, would you like to come to my family gathering for Father's Day? I know how close you were with your dad. That has always stuck with me. Every year, I'm sure to reach out to him to wish him a happy Father's Day. He knew I was going to have a hard time, and he stood there and just waited so I could reach out to him. That's pretty good. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really good. 1-800-947-3979. Completely different. Maitland. If you were had to wa- only watch your parents' favorite show, what would you be watching? Oh. And you can split the answer if you want. Like, if it was my dad's favorite show, it would be, or my mom's. Yeah. I'll give you mine. Mine would be Blue Blood. Blue Bloods? Blue the Bloods. Tom Selleck show. Or any other Tom Selleck vehicle. Blue Bloods, um, yeah. It's, my mom has never gotten Man, over the Magnum P.I. I think my dad was really into Big Bang Theory. Ugh. I think my dad was too, but he likes The Office as well, so I'm going to say The Office. Oh, oh my God. My mom was a big young and the restless kind of lady. Ooh. Kelly, I'm watching my stories. Uh-huh. Yeah, my dad recently got into weeds. He's been streaming oh, that. Oh, yeah. And then my mom, I don't know what she watches. Porno? Yeah. yeah we'll go with that. Like porno. on the big TV in the living room? Oh, yeah. Porno. Just throws yeah. a porno on? hmm Understood. All right. More random topics. You can send some in if you want. 1-800-947-3979. Yeah, it's like a Reddit AMA. Sort of.